0: In her book, How to Write Characters Who Don't Sound Like You, Janice Hardy once said, Personality plays a large role in how a character sounds. Their voice will reflect that personality and color every line of dialogue and internal thought. Powerful words, Janice. Powerful words. We thank you for them. Greetings, cryptic fans. Welcome to another episode of The Author's Journey, the podcast designed to help aspiring authors reach their full potential. We share tales of the highs and lows of the author's journey, from barely being able to spell to international bestseller and all the fun in between. If you want to laugh and learn, you're in the right place. This week, we look at the second technique in the indirect method of characterization, dialogue. We recap the definition of indirect characterization and then delve into the how-tos and end-of by examining great examples from literature. So what do you say? Again, to recap, indirect characterization is a method of indicating what a character is like by revealing their personality through descriptions of the actions, speech, appearance, and interactions with other characters. This week, we look at the second of the techniques, which is dialogue. What we say and how we say it reveals a lot about us. A few things in our dialogue can reveal our character. This includes our vocabulary, the diversity of words we can use. Additionally, it can show where we are from if we speak in a dialect or accent, or by the word choices we make. A character that says, hey homie, is likely African American and from a particular area in America. Likewise, a woman that says, I do declare is probably from the american south and uh, probably lives in the 1800s because women from there don't speak like that anymore but hey it's pretty fun to use that accent ain't it how you speak depends on one of several things audience context background experience environment and idiosyncrasy we use different words and say things differently depending on these variables so let's look at some examples and unpack these beautiful concepts. Number one, audience. We speak differently depending on whom we are talking to. For example, if greeting our bosses, we might say, Good morning, sir. Right? Nice and respectable. The same greeting spoken to our mothers might sound something like this. Sup, mom? Your speech changes when your audience does. As a characterization tool, you can portray your character as rude or insubordinate if they greet their boss like this sup dude here's a free tip if you want to keep your job don't do it just don't number two is context different situations call for different ways of speaking in an interview we talk differently than we would on a date because we make use of different words for example think about the words you would use in a date you'd say hey love hey baby look at them roses let's have some dinner Let's grab some drinks, let's Netflix and chill, right? These words would never really be used in an interview where you would probably use jargon. To characterize, use the appropriate words for the context to show your character is socially aware and understands this well, unless they don't, then make them grossly inappropriate. A great example is a creepy female boss who sexually harasses her female and male staff. This adds a stark contrast to the character, which just makes them that much more interesting to read about. I mean, a sexually harassing, super sexy boss? What's up with that? Number three, background. Your education, your upbringing, your family, your values, and everything in between shapes who you are and who you become. Your characters are no different, so take full advantage by revealing something about them in the way that they speak. A Harvard graduate might say, hmm, I disagree with that argument. Versus a street-smart, uneducated person who might just say, bullshit. These are stark contrasts in the way that we speak and they reveal a lot about the character. Number four is experience. We all love to demonstrate that we know something well. So bring your character's expertise to the fore. If your character is a petrolhead make sure that they use words, descriptions and metaphors only a petrol head would use. This wisdom applies to the different situations your character might find themselves in. For example, take a petrol head who stumbles on a dead body. This character will not start using detective jargon all of a sudden, going all Sherlock Holmes on people's asses, especially if they've never served a day in their lives as a detective. Know what your character knows, so in other words, do your research and do it well. Also, know what your character doesn't know and don't bring and slip those things in because it would be inconsistent with the character. A ditzy blonde bubblegum chickie from the valley is not going to know quantum mechanics unless she does and you show us how she knows that. Right? Keep the character consistent. Number five, environment. Where you are from influences the way you speak. People from Cape Town roll their odds a little bit more than the South Africans from other parts of the world, or country, should I say. Also, Capetonians, as we call them, use slang that is unique to them and not as well understood in other parts of the country. The same applies for someone from New York versus someone from Louisiana. Louisiana, or Alabama. Man, I love those names. For example, hey Yulani, this is the slang used by South Africans to say someone is pretentious and pompous. The fact that they say it this way reveals a lot about them. If you're ever being a dick in the airport and you hear someone say, hey Ulani, then you know where they're from. Number six, we each have unique speech patterns and favorite words that are our own. We say these words or phrases so often that we are deaf to them, but anyone else hearing them would know that it was us speaking immediately. For example, one of my best friend's nicknames is Big B. Whenever I greet him, I always say, "Big B, one, two, one, three, right? And I don't know why I say that. There's an hilarious origin story to that phrase from our past somewhere, from university days. It has heartbreak and all the great tragic stories involved in that. Uh, very fun and up, up uh, coming of age, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera but it shows how intimate our relationship is. Create a list of words and catchphrases for your characters and repeat them throughout your story and you will find the readers readily identifying with your character just by the way that they speak. Just like that. It's all you gotta do. But enough about that. You don't want to hear from me. You want to hear from the famous people. You want to hear great examples in literature where dialogue has just been used so beautifully to characterize and here they are. I give you two examples from Donna Tartt's The Secret History, printed out in 1992. Example 1 from her. I was in no mood for talk, and I was unpleasantly surprised to find Judy Poovey brushing her teeth at the sink. Hi Richard, she said, and spit out a mouthful of toothpaste. She was wearing cut-off jeans that had bizarre frantic designs drawn on them in magic marker, and a spandex top which revealed her intensely aerobicized midriff. Hello, I said, setting to work on my tie. You look so cute today. Thanks. Got a date? I looked away from the mirror at her. What? Where you going? By now I was used to her interrogations. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. That is some good dialogue. Here's the second example from old Donna. By the way, love that jacket, old man. Bunny said to me as we were getting out of the taxi. Silk, isn't it? Yes, it was my grandfather's. Bunny pinched a piece of the rich yellowy cloth near the cuff and rubbed it back and forth between his fingers. Lovely piece, he said importantly. Not quite the thing for this time of year, though. No, I said. Nah, this is the East Coast, boy. I know they're pretty laissez-faire about dress in your neck of the woods, But back here, they don't let you run around in your bathing suit all year long. Beautiful, beautiful examples. You learn so much about the characters, but not how they're dressed, what their shallow likes are. You get a deep sense of who they are. You start to engage and form a picture in your mind of the characters the more they speak. I hope you're getting what I'm saying. Amazing, amazing book. Check it out if you ever have the chance. Example two for more contemporary side of things, The Hunger Games by Susan Collins, printed in 2012. Handsome lad like you, there must be some special girl. Come on, what's her name, says Caesar. Peter sighs. Well, there is this one girl. I've had a crush on her ever since I can remember, but I'm pretty sure she didn't know I was alive until the reaping. Sounds of sympathy from the crowd. Unrequited love they can relate to. She have another fellow, asks Caesar. I don't know, but a lot of boys like her, says Peter. So here's what you do. You win, you go home. She can't turn you down then, eh? Says Caesar encouragingly. I don't think that's going to work out. Winning won't help in my case, says Peter. Why ever not, says Caesar, mystified. Peter blushes beet red and stammers out. Because because she came here with me who who gets a sense of peter we do we do yeah we clearly understand peter is a coy guy he is handsome he's shy he's not great with girls and he's crushing hard and we get to the sense that he has come to this event with a particular someone so there's some backstory there the picture is starting to form in our minds brilliant 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 So, here's the big takeaway. What we say and how we say it reveals a lot about who we are. For instance, it can reveal our family background, education, geographical origins, our area of expertise, and how we behave in different situations. This is a powerful technique to harness when writing a character. Spend time writing different phrases for your character in different situations under the category of each heading above. Then say these things out loud to hear the music in the words. A good test is to write down how you would say something and if it is too similar to your character, then you know that you need to do more tweaking. Cut that shit out, change it up, do what you need to do. You cannot sound like your characters and your characters cannot sound like you. Do this and you will breathe life into compelling characters that stand out in their own uniqueness. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe to join the cryptic tribe, the mystical mages of melodrama, the sages of simile, the wizards and witches of words, casting electrifying spells on readers around the globe. Check out my blog and other podcast content at realgarycon.com for more magic content like this and much more. For now, I shall say goodbye. Or as the kick-ass Korean folks say, Annyeong.